what is going on ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to a another episode of the whatnots review show this is episode 88 uh and the final one of 2019 yeah it's a cool one uh each week here on the review show we have a new story to talk about could be a comic book could be a movie in anime tv show who knows what we rate it watch it do what we have to do come back here and talk about it my name is kyle springer and i am joined as always by melissa wilkinson who is looking yes. very festive i do i have a santa hat that on the front like white you know that white band that goes around the hat sometimes it's fuzzy sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like plain flat felt it's one of those, but it's got some assorted Avengers printed on it. The assorted Avengers. It's, like, it's not a real consistent lineup. I think it's like Captain Marvel. She's right there in the middle. It's a very uh -huh. Marvel-centric hat. Her, like, who's on here? Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Panther. Cap. It looks like Falcon and, and Thor. I think... Oh, I have to take the hat off. No, that's Ant-Man back there. Ant-Man? They put... They put Ant-Man on this. Okay. Right? There you go. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a weird assortment. Oh, I really like it. Somebody gave this to me at a Christmas party. Perfect. I thought I'd wear it for recording. Perfect. I just had to wrangle a dog inside my house. My roommate had to step out, I guess, to run errands or do something but she was like mm -hmm. i i have to go and my dog doesn't want to get inside and i was like i'm about to do a podcast but i can get Oof. him inside dog um, comes first you think you're gonna come back here and i'm like well he's kyle he's the dog really TikTok kyle and then i tap my wrist where i would have a watch if i made watch money <laughs> he's nice enough when like he's inside the house but when he's yeah. out, outside most of the t time he's just chilling mm. but if someone walks by he'll get really fence aggressive and so it's it's just that one thing of like we kind of got to keep an eye on them and and mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it's just like okay i need to get him in and i thought it would be super simple uh but he was scared of something something that spooked him uh, and he did not want to come inside, but I finally got him in with some food. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> this is this is the trick that works on all of us. Yes, it's like, hey Kyle, do you want some food? And I'm just like, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say. Uh, I was. Let's see, not let's say. Um, well, let's do both of them. We are podcasters. We have to say. <laughs> well debatable <laughs> welcome to our special all mime episode yes all I, is is there such thing as like signed language podcasts that would be neat uh hmm. i mean it would have to be video but here yes. we are live streaming on youtube to our one dollar patrons so i sure guess there could be there very well could be dual purpose ones where you've got That's the neat. ASL if you watch the video feed, but also you can just listen to the pure audio of the thing. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, we're living in the future. Uh, mm -hmm. We are here to talk about a graphic novel called The Last Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, this is one of the ones that I pitched for this week because uh, we kind of unofficially do holiday stuff. I Guess we're just making it a theme. We n normally only have two weeks in December yeah. where where we we uh, do a a a a episodes. So it's like we kind of want to do one of them at least Christmas themed. Yeah. Um, so I I pitched some very ridiculous Christmas stuff. Um, this is the one we ended up with. Mm. Which, uh, let me see, it is uh, The Last Christmas, written by Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan, with art mm. by Rick Remender. This is mm. published by Image Comics. Um, this is a, a good chunk of the team that also worked on Deadpool mm -hmm. for a bit. Uh, so some of the Deadpool comics. So 
we kind of knew what we were getting into with yeah. that pedigree. What did you think, though? <laughs> it makes sense, because when you think about Deadpool, you think about, you know, he's he's crass, he's irreverent, he's got all those fourth wall yeah. breaks and the rude jokes and the pop culture references, but there's also a heart to him. Like, I've never read any Deadpool, I don't think, but watching the movies... He has that relationship with his girlfriend that is very sincere sure. and treated very heartfelt. And that same kind of vibe is present in this graphic novel. Like, yes, it is just this bonkers, like Santa meets the road warrior, like action movie parody. Yeah. But there's a little bit of real sincerity in there. And it's, uh, it's not Santa over, it's not, as dark and gritty as you think it would be like Santa goes through uh, rough times. He loses his own faith in himself, but you can still see even when he's just like drunk and yelling at the elves and, you know, wandering around the North pole and his boxers on himself. (laughs) Yeah. Even when he's that, you can still see the Santa, the Santa. We all know he's still in there. Yeah. He's down in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, knew kind of the level of comedy to to, to expect and stuff but this is still just a little wilder than i thought it would be um it was a very quick read i think i read it in like half an hour 40 minutes it was super fast uh so it it thankfully did not overstay its welcome i think Mm. it very quickly could have uh yeah but yeah i agree agree with you there's this like odd level of heart behind the story despite Mm -hmm. the irreverent comedy and grosser moments yeah (laughs) um so let's do a synopsis Mm -hmm. for people who have not read this book and might want to check it out uh and then we'll do our housekeeping and then get into spoilers and stuff like that yeah do what we normally do okay last Christmas. I gave you my heart. But the very <laughs> next day, I gave it away. Uh, or no, you, you gave it I away. would have given it away. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, so- that song has been stuck in my head the past c- couple of days since. Is it the Wham this. original or is it a cover? I'm assuming the original. I've only heard one <laughs> ver- ver- version, I think. Last night, before I sat down and I read this whole comic, so I was supposed to have this big family Christmas party today, mm-hmm. but it started snowing and the weather report looked really bad, so we had to cancel the thing. So I made all these preparations. <sighs> cancel we Christmas? We to do them. We had to cancel the... Well, we have to postpone it. We're probably going to do it again next weekend, but I had all the stuff prepared. And one of the things I told my mom would I would do is I'd make a playlist. I'd make a Christmas music playlist uh-huh. to play during the party. And you think there's so much Christmas music, but when the party is four hours long, I, I put together all the Christmas songs I knew, and there's a million covers in there. I probably have like three different variants of each song, and it's still like not quite four hours long. So I had to go looking for other non-Christmas stuff. So I tried to sneak in December 1963. Oh, what a night! Because it's funny. December. It's December. It also counts, and oh, nice. uh, the Cantina Band theme. Okay, okay. <laughs> like the Star Wars, um, also part of the holidays. I got to put in a song for Life Day, guys. Come on. <laughs> this one goes out to all my Wookiees out there. <laughs> so it feels like there's so many Christmas songs, but when you need to make a solid four-hour playlist, it feels like there are so few. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I was tr- trying to... I don't know if I put it on the playlist or not. I don't remember. Uh, but remember when we read Hip Hop Family Tree? Yes. Volume yes, 1? Yes, Christmas and Hollis was on there. You don't even need to okay. ask me. Christmas and Hollis is on there every year. Well, there's that. I think there was another one, though. I think it was another Curtis Blow song. Ooh. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember. But yeah, I, I, I was about to ask, did you put those ones on? We've educated you on this. <laughs> Every year, Christmas and Hollis. Good. Okay. Um, synopsis for the last Christmas. Uh, the apocalypse has happened. 
The world has gone to shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, and now, now the the it's been some time. It, it's been like I don't know five or ten years afterwards. I don't know if they mm-hmm. had a specific amount. Uh, but the world is what you would expect in a post-apocalyptic environment. There's zombies. Mm-hmm. There's tribes of people running ar- around tr- <laughs> trying to survive some yeah. g- g- good, some bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. And some of these marauders happen upon the North Pole. Yeah. And they end up... Uh, I sh- sh- should we say yeah, what they yeah, do? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the exactly? entire setup. Like, you need to okay. know that to know what the story even does. So these marauders come to the North Pole. They end up murdering Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that p- puts Santa into a, de- a depressive state. He is yes. not doing so hot. He's turned to alcohol uh, and also suicide. But yeah. thanks to one young boy, Christmas is still alive. And therefore, yeah. Santa cannot kill himself. Um, <laughs> it's like a Groundhog Day scenario. Like, no, you are cursed with immortality as long as one child out there still believes yeah. in you. Yeah. Um, and so Santa goes to investigate this this young boy not with the mm-hmm. best of intentions uh, no but we will leave it at that for now mm. for this synopsis um that, that'll get things started yeah for you guys that's good yeah um i i, I think kind of like we mentioned this is jingle balls to the walls non-stop <laughs> yes it, it, it's it's kind of unrelenting in in mm. the way it presents itself but like i said really short mm. so i think it works yeah. out fine yeah you read the premise and then you read the book and it's like that's exactly what it was it delivers <laughs> yep. on everything it promises <laughs> exactly uh let's do housekeeping mm-hmm. uh like i mentioned this is the last episode of 2019 uh, in a couple weeks, we will be back in the new year in 2020. Where did this year go? I didn't do. Gracious. I didn't do anything this year. <laughs> uh, so be on the lookout for all of that mm-hmm. stuff. We have multiple podcasts. We are all going on a holiday break. Uh, so we will be back in the new year with all of that stuff. If you want to do some catching up. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You guys can get uh, the live streams to this here show, the review show. Uh, you guys can get episodes early. You guys can get exclusive content. All sorts of stuff. Uh, We are super thankful for all of our patrons. But we want to give a big shout out to Sam and Christine, who have been Mm -hmm. at the $5 tier uh, and have been for some time now. So thank you so much. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Um, But that's about it. Be on the lookout for our four-year retrospective. Uh, mm-hmm. which we will be recording at the start of the new year. Uh, I, I think we finally have a date where we can all yep. <laughs> be there. And I was like, okay, set it in stone right now. We're not yeah, postponing this. <laughs> it's in my calendar. I got it. I got it. Cool. Uh, so be on the lookout for that stuff too. That should be a lot, a, lot, a lot of fun as we look back on 2019 and celebrate some. And mm-hmm. announce a whole bunch of new fun stuff. Yeah. It'd be good. Okay. Uh, let's see. Can I do my spoiler alert thing? Spoiler alert. Good. You've done you it. Go. I did it. They're alerted. They are alerted of spoil. They are spoiled. They are now spoiled. Um. Okay. Let's dive in. Mm-hmm. This was... <laughs> Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. It, 
it really is like as crass as it can be all of the time. And the graphic novel, the trade paperback starts with this like intro letter. And at least the way I was reading it online, I'm just getting it one page at a time. Maybe if Uh you're reading this in the book and you've got a two page spread, you can see the name down there. It's this really like (laughs) rude letter. Like, look, I'm here to tell you that Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan, these... (laughs) They 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 fat, hairy mongoloids. (laughs) Yes, it's all of this name calling, all of these insults. Like, they don't know anything. They're just spreading slander about the North Pole. Like, go ahead and read it. Go ahead and have your fun. But, like, don't trust that any of this is true. It's such a a rude letter. And then you get to the end and it says, well, Um, now I have to go get a batch of cookies into the oven before the mister comes home. Signed, Mrs. Claus. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, this is what we're dealing with here. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was a nice touch because I did start to think that was one of the f- forewords to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that yeah. I was reading um, actually had a poem at the start of the book by Patton uh, Oswalt. That, yeah, I got that too. Yeah, uh, which was like a night, bef- night before Christmas <laughs> parody and again that whole thing was just like okay we we know what we're in for yeah, for yeah. buckle up and i think part of mrs claus's letter is that brian posein like she's insulting the writers and she's like brian posein's mom wishes her son was Patton oswald instead yeah yeah um <laughs> it was it, it's pretty wild i i didn't really expect it to be that wild all the time like mm. i kind of expected them to ease into it yeah uh, but they did not yeah and i was kind of expecting more of like a legitimate s- story like a real narrative <laughs> and it really is just like action movie spoof from beginning to end like there's no real stakes the other characters he runs into are just like they're all made out of cardboard. Yeah. The kid doesn't even get a name, right? Ooh, I don't the remember. The kid, the one kid who believes in Santa, like, unless I completely missed it because they only mentioned it once, like, the kid does not even have a name. The kid, the kid is the kid. Kid. The child. Like in the, the Mandalorian. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, uh, hmm. I don't remember. Let me see if I can look it up while we're talking here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The last Christmas. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can find it. So there's no. There's actually no Wikipedia page. This book. <laughs> uh, there's the image comics thing, but yeah, it's just like, hey, there's this one kid, and Santa can't die because of him. Um, yeah, no, so I, that was, that was like, I, I guess I was more expecting like the world had gone to shit because of the apocalypse but Mm -hmm. like apocalypse be damned santa was gonna (laughs) deliver to that one kid and he was gonna give him a shotgun or or santa's still stanton yeah right I'm, i'm just like here i'll 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 help you survive i'll gift you a shotgun and some ammo or 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 something like that um but yeah no that's that's not that's not what happened. He, he it, it was more of a revenge tale for Santa of just like wanting to I I just want to be done with this. Yeah. Um and and not have to deal with this cuz no one believes me except this one kid. So he's like if I kill the kid, then nobody <laughs> believes in me and I am free to die. And I like that he packs a chainsaw. The kid asks for a bike. The elves pack a bike in the sleigh. And yet Santa's like, we're not going to need this. He puts a chainsaw in there. And multiple people comment on, 
that's not a gifting saw. That's a murdering saw. Yeah. What what is a gifting saw? <laughs> like everybody, that's the joke. Everybody keeps saying it. Like you know, we all know what a gifting saw looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a gifting saw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, so th- that is kind of the first thing that I may- maybe didn't expect is mm-hmm. Santa's plan is to go kill this kid. <laughs> yeah. um and he's just like yeah i can kill myself if i kill this kid um Mm -hmm. and and so yeah not not what i expected i i was thinking santa would come be more of an action hero right Mm -hmm. of like i am here to save you i am here to (laughs) save christmas (laughs) get to the sleigh (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, this was, this was wild. And the the whole time the elves just have no idea what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and this, I like that the, the they're in this middle like ground. Mario. Like they're not all like cute and candy coated. Like they're not continuing to be the same elves, but they're also like not dark and gritty either. They're like, you know, they just have, they're all like personal flaws and they're like we got to yeah. try and help santa but like what do we do what are our options like they just have to babysit him until he gets his act together yeah uh and then well they they finally get that letter from that boy the child mm-hmm. the uh, child i'm still seeing if i can find his name here um boy mcboyerson <laughs> right Hey there, Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Buckaroo Saint Sport. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a child. Uh so yeah, they they finally clean up Santa. He goes to help out this kid. Well, not help out this kid. He goes to mm. kill this kid. Uh and he gets there. And it's 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 not as simple as Santa thinks. He once he yeah. gets there, he he's finally kind of sobered up, right? Yes. Where he's he's just like maybe <laughs> killing this kid isn't yeah. the best idea. Maybe I could be Santa again. Yeah, or 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 like just. Not make the choice that maybe I don't have to be Santa, but maybe I can just leave the kid alone and just mm. ignore him and just mm. go live my life. Uh, let's see, blah 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 blah. Did they find his name? Do they say his name? I don't think he has a name. Cause like he has okay, so. World is in shambles. It's this post-apocalyptic society. Like the kid has lost his parents, and he's been adopted by this woman named Karen, who is this like classic action movie hottie. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just picture I don't know Pam Anderson and barbed wire, something like that. That's sure. basically what this woman is. She's just like the eye candy that would be in an action movie. And she's taken him in and she is sincerely trying to be a mom. You can see that, but she doesn't call him by his name. She just calls him like, Hey, you little stocking stuffer. Like she has like all these nicknames for him. So we, I don't think we know. It's, it's unimportant, I guess. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm looking through chapter three now and they still haven't said his name. Mm hmm. Weird. Maybe I'll find it eventually. He's not supposed to be an individual. He's supposed to be the archetype, the all That's, child. Yeah. That makes sense. The all child. <laughs> the all spark. <laughs> <laughs> what if Santa's a transformer? I what if we the sleigh found a transformer? <laughs> well, what if the sleigh's a transformer? So it's yeah. Santa in his deepest, darkest times of need. You know, when Rudolph's really out of commission. Vroom, vroom, vroom. It's, you know, it's me, your friend Optimus Prime. I've been here the whole time just waiting for the moment when I am needed most. Yeah. 
Um, so Santa gets there. He's having second thoughts, uh, and he does eventually decide to leave. The young boy ends up finding the quote unquote gifts uh, mm-hmm. that Santa had brought him. Uh, the murder and saw and a <laughs> picture that Santa had drawn a little while before when he was drunk and it's like uh that it's this like crayon drawing of Santa murdering <laughs> this child that says uh ho 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 this will slay you yes <laughs> like everything's just- labeled like me weapon kid yeah joy juice he's got his like bottle of booze belly and there's full one of jelly shot. well there's one reverse shot where you see the kid like holding up the plan from the back and on the back of this crayon drawing is written the word plan yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um it's so he's the the kid finally realizes santa's not here to give him a bike uh no. and he he calls him out and by that time, Santa's like, yeah, you're a nice kid. I'm, I made a mistake. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go home. Yeah. Uh, and so Santa leaves. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we find out that uh, the Fonz or whoever this guy yeah, is. Yeah, there's some local like, I'm the cop. I'm I'm Negan I'm ch- from the Walking I'm Dead. I'm chief of the apocalypse police here in San Francisco. You know, <laughs> and he is also like he's more chin than man. He's yeah. leather jacket. He's sunglasses. Like they're just all he looks like cartoons. A greaser. Yeah, everybody in these books looks like they were caricatures of somebody I had never seen before. Yeah, like they've or, got that really exaggerated style to them, where I'm like, "Are you supposed to be somebody? Am I supposed to look at this chin and be like, up, oh, just like, just like this actor, the crimson chin? I God recognize that chin anywhere. Like if you go somewhere like the zoo or Six Flags, and they've got the kiosk where they'll draw your caricature, and they have like example caricatures up, and it, mm-hmm. it's like Austin Powers and Justin Bieber, yeah. and like all of these people, but there'll be like one person you don't recognize, and you don't know like, okay, is this just like the guy who works at the snack bar across the road, and they drew him? Like, oh, we're buddies with Chet. Let's put Chet up on the example board, or like. Is this a celebrity I don't recognize? They're not labeled. Is this an athlete? Is this a musician? I don't know who this is. Is this just a guy? Like, that's the way I felt reading this whole book. Yeah. So Rick Remender uh, did the art. He at least did the pencils. Uh, he's normally a writer. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know how much besides this he's done art-wise. Uh, but he I, I, I like his sci-fi books he has some some really good sci-fi books he has a book called black science that i really like it's about like multiple dimensions and and stuff like that so it's cool uh but yeah it was interesting to see him on art but it it makes for this like i i it it fits the story I think yes, this, this it does caricature style. Mm-hmm. It does have this. It does lend itself to this very like mad magazine feel to it, which might have been what they were going for. And when he is illustrating the more like idyllic Hallmark card parts of like uh, the North Pole and like the Christmas land, like mm-hmm. Gary the Snowman looks perfect. He yeah. looks exactly like fun, lovable narrator snowman telling you a Christmas tale. He looks very whimsical, exactly like how he's supposed to. So uh, this greaser fella, Mm -hmm. it turns out he is not a spy, but he's betrayed the humans that he's keeping safe. He is now working Mm. with the zombies or the, the 
whatever you call yeah, we, them. I think they're, they're like humans that like mutants. had, I don't know, some sort of a toxic fallout. They basically are Radiation, some sort of mutated human. They all work poisoning. like zombies. Yeah. That's all you really need to know. They're just they're just assorted foes. They're just cannon fodder. Yeah. God damn it, the kid doesn't even sign his name on the second right? letter. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think they n- name him. But, uh, yeah, so the, uh, what is her, her name? Karen, right? Karen. So his, the greaser's name is Martin. Her name is yes. Karen. And Karen overhears Martin talking to some of these mutant mm-hmm. zombie people and finds out that he has betrayed them. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to camp, tells the young kid who then writes Santa a second letter. And it's like, hey, I know this is a long shot because I hate your guts now, but we need help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And so Santa at first is like, "Mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I Mm -hmm. shouldn't put my foot in in there. But eventually he's just like, I should do the right thing. I should go help them out. So he packs the sleigh with all sorts of murdering saws and guns and murdering <laughs> ornament bombs yeah. and you know razor wire Christmas light strands and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, um, and so then he heads back to San Francisco, where all of this is happening, uh, and then it's just big action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finish. Uh, I I think my favorite moment in this whole comic comes mm-hmm. when they first get to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it's the snowman, and he is like, "I'll soften him up for you guys," and he he gets two guns and he jumps out of these 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 the sleigh, and he just splats right Which on is, the ground and there's a joke just like that in deadpool too yeah that <laughs> <laughs> is a good one it's, it's weird so to say funny. it's weird to say that a comic can have really good comedic timing but it does i think my there, favorite joke is, is like yeah. earlier in the comic when santa is still trying to kill himself And he's like left his little, you know, stone cottage up at the North Pole. Like he's left his room for the first time in months. And the elves are like, oh, good. Well, he's he's getting out there. You know, it looks like he's on the up and up. And he gets in his sleigh and he's sitting in the back of the sleigh drinking. And he says to the reindeer like, "Okay, guys, looks like this is my stop. And like that's one panel. And the next panel is the reindeer's just turning around. And the third panel is him just like like falling out. Yeah, falling backwards out of the sleigh like here I die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, you know, don't die. Don't fall off of a high thing. But, you know, this is my message to you, the listener here this holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> don't fall and die. But, like, the timing of the thing. Just like, well, this is my stop. <laughs> like, this is how you do it. It is the least amount of ceremony possible. It's just like a weak quip. And then, like you said, fall. he just falls. He turns around and he falls out of the sleigh. Yeah. Um, and then later he's trying to set himself on fire and you like see this through the window of the cottage while the elves are inside talking. And then one of them just jerks the thumb out to the window and just says, can one of you guys go handle that? <laughs> it's like he's at it again. <laughs> um, yeah. And then there's I, I don't I don't know if it's after he set himself on fire or something, mm-hmm. but. One of the reindeer had recently died, and so to mm-hmm. keep him warm, they cut him. They they cut the reindeer open yes. and they stick Santa inside. And they're like, "I saw this in a movie once." Yes, <laughs> it's like I did yeah, Star Wars. The, I know what this is. It was at the very beginning, like right after this. You know, all these apocalyptic marauders came to the North Pole, and like you can tell that Santa does not fit. Like, they drew them to scale. Like, Santa, like, there's, like, one leg and half of his abdomen. Santa's a big fella. Like, that's all that can fit inside the reindeer tauntaun style. Yeah. I like that they didn't stretch that for cartoon logic. It's like, no, that is as much of his body as would realistically fit. That's all he gets. Yeah. 
Um, oh, there's another joke I want to mention real quick where uh, so when Santa figures out, oh, somebody believes in me, that makes me immortal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think I'm the only one left. I don't know if there's anybody out there still believing in like the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy. And he mentions like, did you ever see the Tooth Fairy? Big lady. Probably weighed twice as much as me. I bet she was eating the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and just the concept that like, are teeth fattening? <laughs> Is there like high sugar and fat content in teeth? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 like, not the concept of, like, eating teeth. That, that's not what's funny. It's the fact that you would eat the teeth and that would make you physically larger. Yeah, I mean, just just think about how many teeth she's consuming, though. There's so many. <laughs> There's no nutrition in teeth. That's why teeth eat other things. You can't get bulky off of teeth. <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe she processes them just differently. He also ins- insinuated that maybe, um, no, because she he was saying she was leaving money or like she like ran out of money or mm-hmm. or or something and just like had to stop doing that stuff. I, I, I don't know. It was something. Yeah. Like that, but yeah, like it—it it has some good jokes within there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. it is still crass at 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 times. Um, yeah, like there, there's no avoiding that. Karen is this like idyllic caricature of of a woman, big hips big boobs and like the the there are panels that are framed where it's just like her boobs are in the frame Cleavage. for no good reason yeah yeah which is like that's the joke the joke is like all the unnecessary tna that like an 80s action movie would put in yeah and all the characterization too <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like i like i said everything's made out of cardboard and the setting, this is something that I wish they would have done more with. The whole, like, apocalypse, like, the way, th- where the kid lives and, like, where Santa goes to and where they have this big final apocalyptic fight against all these zombies and marauders. Mm-hmm. It's San Francisco Chinatown, which I understand is, oh, kind of a, a classic archetypal, you know, action movie set piece. Yeah. Like, it fits with these parody tropes that they're working with. But I feel like they don't do anything with being in San Francisco Chinatown. Like, they fight on the Golden Gate Bridge, but that could be any bridge. Like, anything could be anything. Like, there's nothing of that landscape or architecture or culture that I feel like is used very precisely to the point where they couldn't have said it anywhere else. And I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that. Yeah. That, I, I, I... I'm wondering if that must have been one of the things they thought about. Because that, that seems like an obvious thing to consider mm-hmm. when making a, a, a story. But just for how ridiculous this story is, it's <laughs> good that it was so short. And so I'm wondering yeah. if it was, it was just like, that's kind of one of the things we might need to cut just to be like, hey, it mm-hmm. really doesn't matter where they are but who knows um let's see let's see so the end fight the elves are throwing christmas ornaments (laughs) that are grenades they're stabbing people Mm -hmm. with candy canes that have been sharpened santa is jumping out of the sleigh with pistols and he's like ah do 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 (laughs) do This yeah, is, this is like full on action film. It's kind mm-hmm. of ridiculous. Um, there's one. Well, no, I, I, I guess there was one sequence, one panel that I didn't really get or understand, uh-huh. or I felt like I was missing uh-huh. something. So there's, it's in this end fight scene. Santa's about to get bit by this zombie looking dude, but he elbows him in the face 
which like bashes the guy's skull in and he falls down on the sidewalk and I apparently dies or is knocked out or something but then there's a panel where one of the elves see it and he's like uh-huh. gross and then the next panel it shows the elf walking away but now you can see the zombie um and there's some candles around him and there's a christmas ornament and he's he's uh the, the elf is saying that's better <laughs> and i like I, I don't i don't know if i remember this it's it's in i think like chapter four i it, it hmm. was just this odd panel that i was like i don't know was there supposed to be a joke is is this a reference to something that i don't know about am i missing i don't know hmm not super important i guess but still it was there um let me see. Let me see. Gingerbread men are on the attack. <laughs> and then some like weird samurai guy oh my sh- God, shows that's up. Right. Yeah, like at one point Santa does like he just comes into the fight with this like he introduces the man, I forget his name, but it sounds like a Japanese name, and he's wearing this like white like gi outfit and he does yeah. have like two samurai swords and he just like, shows he just up out of pair. nowhere like he just has these katana yeah and he's like he's nothing he comes from nowhere he goes nowhere i did co- like that seems like it fits right in with every action movie trope that they're playing with just like and here is um cartoonish caricature ally from another mysterious nation like i was wondering like is this supposed to be like a bruce lee knockoff but he did martial arts he didn't really use swords that often but like he he literally comes out of nowhere santa is getting attacked uh the gingerbread man uh jumps in the guy's mouth which makes him start choking and he, mm. he just comes out of nowhere and starts speaking j- 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 japanese oh, yeah. and says yeah. allow me santa son and then he just chops off the guy's head and then nowhere to be seen after that it's just like what where who is this guy <laughs> it's so funny oh man um Oh, oh, I found what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. For the the, the dude and, and, and the, the elf who's like, that's better. I I think that's it. It is just like, you a corpse. Well, let me let me decorate him. Here are some festive okay. candles and ornaments. I feel better now. You know, this fits my elfly sensibilities. I don't like the guy's t-shirt has a graphic on it but there might just be like it's a, like it's it's an upside down spade yeah it might just be like a friend of theirs like there's some character that they just throw like an offhand mention to who's just like some other part of like the people trying to survive this apocalypse some other guy in their little traveling clan yeah. and there's like thanks Ackerman, and that is comedy writer comedy bang bang host scott ackerman who is thanked at the end of the book but like that guy doesn't look like scott ackerman there's no other joke they just needed a name and they wrote in ackerman (laughs) and i'm like i know who this is and like because i know who this is i'm expecting more of like a reference to him and no it's just like uh this guy needs a name (laughs) yeah um so i mentioned my favorite joke you mentioned your mm. favorite joke however i think the best joke mm-hmm. is the quote from albert einstein <laughs> oh yes that is great this is like the opening splash page of like the Chapter final five, issue yeah. where they're going when they're going into this big fight and it says i do not know with <laughs> with which weapons world war four will be fought but World War Three will be fought with 
sharpened candy canes and ornaments so, bombs so witched so it's like yeah oh. I, I know not what weapons world war three will be fought but world mm. war four will be fought with candy striped shotguns and ornament grenades albert and einstein it's all 1952 like, black, like all black page with just a photograph a photograph of albert this comes einstein out of nowhere and that quote written in like serious font i loved it this was so ridiculous uh but yeah and then it's like a big chase scene on the bridge that's mm. what you would expect from a typical action film um things are blowing up all sorts of stuff santa jumps down from the sleigh and crushes a car <laughs> Uh, I'm just like looking through the, the, the whole action mm-hmm. scene here. He shoves a gun through someone's face and then jumps through the window, the, the front windshield of a car, like action hero style. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've <laughs> says, never driven a car before. And doesn't he say, like, there's some joke like, I am coming to town. Like, there's some christmas carol line that he adapts for this he has a bunch of one liners like that where he's like santa claus is coming to town yeah i really like how he um how he kills this martin guy this like greaser like i'm the new cop of post-apocalyptic san francisco but gone Mm -hmm. bad when he kills that guy he like throws him off of they're like on some highway, some high up highway. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little forested area down below. And he says, you're no angel, but you'll look great on top of my tree. And he throws this guy down and he is like pierced on the top of a pine tree. He's just like impaled on on yeah. top of this giant tree. It's oh. so funny. And oh, then they oh, what he shouts when he jumps tree. through the car is he just says, right down Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> yeah, right down Santa Claus Lane. Ha! <laughs> uh, yeah. But then among all of this, among all of this just like jokes and quips and like action movie mayhem, there is a part where like the kid is scared. Like, you know, the kid's in the middle of this fight too and looks over at Santa and it's the narration says like, and then Santa gives him the look that he gives every kid to let them know Santa knows what you need. Santa's going to bring it to you. It's going to be all right. And Santa does that that wink. That, that wink, and yeah. And it is so genuine and heartfelt and hallmark and Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like, it's all of the heart of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very truly right there in the middle of everything else that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, this... This story, I I don't know if I would recommend this to yeah. anyone of like, oh, you should go check this out or, you know, but I like it surprisingly does have the heart of a, a Christmas story, like a, a yeah. typical holiday Christmas style story, like despite all the action movie facade that you see, mm-hmm. is it like one or t- t- two surprising m- 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 moments where it's like, okay, this actually r- wrapped yeah. up and re- like, really well. In Santa's whole downfall at the beginning, I like that it's not necessarily the world is in ruins. People are terrible. I don't want to do this for people anymore. It is, he has lost Mrs. Claus. Like, mm-hmm. he loved her. Like, the story, like, keeps referencing back to her. Like, he's always talking to her and, like, he visits her grave, like, that was a true love that they had. And uh, like Mrs. Claus is mentioned in many pieces of Christmas lore. Uh, and sometimes is a, a she's just around just as like set dressing, just as like, well, I guess we have to put Mrs. Claus in here. Or like, you know, maybe it's like joking where like they bicker all the time. Like this might be among the better Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus love stories I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I, I mean, on one hand, I agree with you. On the other hand, I don't think we got enough of her character. Like, she was absolutely 
encouraged yeah, of just she like, doesn't get to do anything she is the motivation like, for santa to go shoot people <laughs> but she makes like she writes that introduction letter like i was talking about earlier and you don't mm-hmm. even know it's her and then it's like oh that's the mrs claus like you get to know her through that and even she's like and i'm killed on page four great like she i really would yeah. have liked to have seen more of her in the story but like with that trope being that setting that framework that they're playing with of like the tough man has lost wife. This basically is like Christmas John wick, except without a dog. Right. That's how John wick goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, like she does vanish so early, but we still like, there's a sense of her there. She is not, mm-hmm. she isn't as cardboard as any, as the rest of the characters in this story. That's true. True. We don't see as much of her, but she has more character than Karen. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's t- talk about kind of not really an end credit scene, but there's this weird sequence of events that happens at the end of the book where oh, uh, yeah. this marauder is walking around and he comes to the las vegas sign uh and then all of a sudden someone comes up and knocks him out and uh let me see here let me go back uh it it, i'm assuming this is now a mutant marauder version of martin maybe Maybe somehow he survived, and we we, we don't know. Uh, but this guy seems to be dressed up in a Santa suit, and it says, uh, "Tell all the mutants oh, and yeah. marauders Santa Claus is coming to town, and, and hell's coming him. with me." Yes. And then it's like not the end. Uh, I don't I know if there's that- a sequel. I thought that was Santa. That's just him after, like, he gets a haircut, he gets his beard trimmed, he adapts his robes for the Las Vegas climate. He's lost a lot of weight. He can do that. He can lift. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it very well could be. It could be someone else, because we also don't know when this is taking place. We don't know if this is Mm -hmm. happening at the same time or if this is a month after or two years after there's no indication of like when this is taking place mm-hmm. I, I don't think oh it says i am wrong uh it says a few months later that's time enough to slim down oh yeah guess it could be santa but then yeah is he like now gonna clean up the apocalypse what is Santa? I hope so. What, what does what do you think Santa would do next in this in this world? He gave the kid a, a bike and then goes home. What's next? I think maybe he'll go out there and he'll watch out for other kids. Like maybe now that he's got a taste of it again, he's like I miss people believing in me. Can I go reinstate myself? And maybe there's, I don't know how long this apocalypse has been going on. There might be a generation of people that are separated away from Santa Claus. And he's like, all right, I'm going to slim down, trim down, get buff. I'm going to get a cool, an apocalypse coat. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be a Santa for a new generation. Yeah. This ain't your mama's Santa. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I could see in in this world, I could see him. Yeah, somehow, kind of like establishing a network to help mm-hmm. deliver supplies to pe- to people. Yeah, and stuff like that. Elves start making ammo and stuff like that, and they're just like. You get a shotgun, you get a minigun, you get a murder and saw. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yeah. It was short, sweet. Yeah, yeah, Didn't I think we overstay its welcome. 
we might be at our end of things we could say about it. It is just, there's its premise. It executes its premise, mm-hmm. gets in, gets out. It's an entertaining enough you know, hour, maybe, if that. Hour at the most, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I think I would recommend it, like, if you are a Deadpool fan, and I don't know where in the timeline of uh, Posein and Duggan writing Deadpool this falls, but if this you're... if you, was published in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Well, is that after Deadpool? I don't know. Like, I don't know how well, long that's been happening. I don't know I just when know Jerry the Duggan was writing Deadpool. Deadpool has been around for a while. Well, that I know. But I don't know how, like... I don't know when in earthly time these two yeah. have been writing Deadpool. So it, maybe it's after, maybe it's in the mist. I don't know. But if you like that writing, I think this is an an interesting take on from them on something mm-hmm. else. But even not being very familiar with Deadpool, I can still see. Yep, that's uh, that's the same tone. That's all. <laughs> it's all the same tools. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think I would recommend what we did last Christmas. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Um, we read a comic and watched the TV adaption of Happy, mm-hmm. uh, which is also this kind of really ridiculous kind of <sighs> Christmas story that yeah. ends up kind of having some heart yeah. to it. Uh, the difference being is Happy is l- less of a comedy and more psychedelic. I, I-, I don't know. It is a it's- psychedelic crime drama. Yeah, it's it's much more intense. This mm-hmm. comic was irreverent and it's a comedy uh, and there's some funny moments in there and everyone looks like caricatures. Happy, the comic book was written by Grant Morrison. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's not really a comedy. No, it's about this. Premise. <laughs> it's a, it's about a disgraced ex-cop who is now like an assassin for hire, but he's very bad at it. And he's just on, on all kinds of substances all the time. And a little girl is kidnapped and her imaginary friend who's this little flying blue unicorn named happy flies away and finds this detective he believes. And he's like, you have to help me find her Mm because this guy is on enough drugs that he can see an imaginary friend. So this is the one guy that the friend has to turn to. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty wild Mm. too. Uh, so I think I would recommend that it's good good fit with this same yeah (laughs) i don't know if we'll find another bananas dark violent christmas comic to read next year i guess we'll have to see we'll we'll see yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so like we said this was the last one for 2019 but melissa it is your turn to pitch some stuff and since we have the holiday break we have a little bit more t- time to read some some stuff. What are you pitching? For yeah, 2020? this is all stuff that is a little bit longer. So pitch number one. Uh, so we kicked off 2019. We had our holiday break and we watched the entire Mission Impossible franchise. All yep. six of those films. Good stuff. I thought may- maybe we would return to Spies and we could watch the entire Daniel Craig run of the James Bond franchise to date. Okay. This is Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Inspector, and then his final outing as Bond, No Time to Die, releases in April. So it seems like the perfect time to go catch up on those films. Okay. Good one. Mm-hmm. And pitch number two is something I don't think you and I have mentioned on podcast, but it's like come up in non-recorded conversations we've had. Interesting. I'm like, let's... Let's throw this guy into the mix. Let's rewatch Sherlock. Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock. Okay. The BBC series. This is four seasons, but each season is three episodes that are an hour and a half long. Like each season is three mini movies. So altogether, that's 12 episodes that are an hour and a half long each. And 
there's a holiday special. There is a Christmas special that I think is in between seasons three and four. Gotcha. So if you wanted something that did have, because it's not Christmas yet, we got some more time. If you wanted something with just like a little spark of holiday warmth to it, there's the Christmas episode of Sherlock in there. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And pitch number three. So I realized I have picked two things that both star famous British literary characters. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, James well. James Bond, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, well, why not just continue this theme for, for the third of these picks? I know you're not a big fantasy guy, but I, I thought you're. I know you're not a big fantasy guy, comma Kyle, but I thought I might as well try and throw this in the ring. We could watch Lord of the Rings. We could watch those. Could. We could. Yeah. We could throw some rings in the ring. Are are we only doing Lord of the Rings or are you throwing in the Hobbit as well? I see here's the deal. I own the extended editions of the first three original Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Which in each of those adds on like a half hour hour of extra footage. So that's plenty enough as it is. Okay. I think because if there's like three times <laughs> Oh, it might be a little bit too much to throw the hobbits in there as well. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, especially if, because I, and I don't know, because I own the dang things. I don't know what the streaming options are. I don't know how easy it is to find the extended versions of Lord of the Rings if you don't already own them. Yeah. But it is, I'll be watching the extended versions and you can watch what you can find. And maybe I can fill you in on what the extended scenes were. Um, okay, so pitch number one was the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Mm-hmm. Pitch number two was Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And pitch number three, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with Sherlock. Nice. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. I think there's uh, a lot there to talk about. I haven't seen the Christmas special, and I don't think I've seen season four, but I I I'm I own at least seasons one and two. I think I own the third one. <laughs> I didn't know you owned these. Yes. You've mentioned it before, and I knew that you liked them, but I didn't know you owned them. I, yeah. I, See, isn't I this fun? Got into I them. D- uh, I, I think shortly after the first season yeah. ended up on Netflix or, or something, it was starting to get, get big. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think I had just moved out to Texas around that time. And that was when like I had my first full-time j- j- job and I had some expendable income and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm going to buy stuff that I like, like Sherlock. That's what I'm going to do. And then I think my parents got me one of the seasons for christmas or something like that so yeah i own (laughs) some of it i've seen all of the show i don't physically own anything from it but it's been like on my mind lately is i think i want to go back and watch that whole thing now that it is all done and just marathon all of it at once because it had those long like two year breaks between seasons yeah and i i i'm glad to find we're both on the same page with this okay yeah and and how exciting like said, it does have a little bit more holiday spirit so yeah. if you guys are going to be watching this over the next couple weeks that we will be taking a break uh it'll be perfect timing yeah for you guys to do and all that stuff and i us. didn't double check this but last i saw it this was on netflix i think so hopefully it's still there okay we'll see cool uh nice well we will be back in 2020 with uh all of sherlock all of martin freeman and benedict cumberbatch um melissa yes where can they find you on the interwebs you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. I am a big Christmas baker. So yes. if you just need pretty cookies to look at, this is the time to go to that Instagram. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. 
uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I am not a Christmas baker. That would probably be a disaster. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, I took a Hershey's cookies and cream candy bar and put frosting on it. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. Uh, no, I, I actually haven't done that. Um, but <laughs> don't put it past me. <laughs> uh, so with that, we will get out of here. We will see you in the new year. Happy holidays uh, and enjoy the break. Old Lang Syne, gang. Yeah. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.